Empire. As you can see, if you're watching us on the live stream, Nikki's with me, of course. If you're listening to us later, you can find us on YouTube as part of Empire Media, A-M-P-I-R-E. You can always read my work on DSP.com. You can read Nikki's work at WashingtonPost.com. And- you know, all that good stuff there. That's that's all the, the in, in, uh, introduction we need there. Again, Nikki's joining me here. We're going to talk about the state of this team, which is the same state it was in last week, which is you know, <laughs> chaos, confusion. Actually, there's no confusion about what's going on because they're bad. Anyways, thanks for joining me again, Nikki. Um, let's start with Sam Howell because, again, this whole season is boiling down to one player in the direction of this franchise seems to be boiling down to one player, not his best game on Sunday. No. Where where are you at with him after these last several weeks? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's less him than with the, than the team. Um, after he was pulled in the fourth quarter, um, you know, Ron Rivera said afterward that it was to protect him, but – the truth of the matter is Sam Hell had only he was only hit twice in that game, sacked right. once. Um, and if you're not gonna pull him against the Bills when he's sacked nine times and hit 14 times, then how can you claim it's about protecting him here? Um, and he was pulled right after he threw an interception. So um the optics, in the game. yeah, the optics don't quite align with the messaging yeah. there. Um, but yeah, and I think that the, just the fact that they pulled him and then Jacoby Brissett came in quickly through two touchdowns like it was nothing, um, that kind of changed things um, just in the dynamic. I mean, he's Sam Howell has struggled probably for the last five, six games as the offense has struggled, um, but this was somewhat telling. And, you know, we talked around on Monday and I asked him, you know, if this if you guys were still in playoff contention – would you still be sticking with Howell? And he basically hedged. I, I was surprised he answered it, first of all. I was um, surprised, too. Um, but he he did, and he hedged. And the fact that he didn't say outright, no, 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 Sam's our guy and would have been our guy then, too, I thought that was telling, you know? I did, too. And I, I agree with you. when Because when I heard you asking the question, like, he's just going to say, well, it doesn't matter, whatever. Yeah, I'm not going to answer hypotheticals or something. Yeah. Yeah. And but the fact that he answered it. Now, the other part of me, and if I'm him, I probably would have said, if we were in playoff contention, it probably means he's playing really well. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. And you can flip it to a certain way or that the offense is going really well. So why would we change? Right. But the fact that he heads and, and so, you know, have you. I think this is why you always give it a season to evaluate someone yes. or yes. a situation to see like, it is, is it all him? Is it all this? Is it that? How much of it is him? How yeah. much of it is this or that? So, you know, have you, have you changed your thoughts on maybe the direction where he's headed with this franchise? And again, the hard part to know is we don't know who's going to be calling the shots. Right. right. It, it's hard to know how the franchise feels because the decision, the, the decision makers outside of ownership are not in place right now. Um, But as far as him and his potential, I'm in kind of the same spot. I think he has a lot of qualities that you like in a quarterback that aren't necessarily easy to find in quarterbacks Um, with his, with his arm, his mobility. I I think he has shown some progress in his decision-making, but 
there are still some issues that persist and there are issues that have continued since college, like with protection issues. Um, he's what, up to what, 59 sacks? I mean, he's had six picks in the last four games. A lot of this you could chalk up to he's a rookie, essentially. Um, like you said, he hasn't had a full season of work. I think you also have to factor in the personnel around him. And this is by no means a bad team. He's got quality players, but the line is not what it was, say, two years ago. Um, I think you, you have to factor all of that in, put it into context as best you can. And I'm still of the mind that until you give him a, a solid group up front, till the defense pulls its you-know-what together, like – you know, I don't think you're going to get a true gauge or as fair of one as you can get in the league without without it. Um, and not every yeah. team gets that that fair gauge of their quarterbacks, but right. And I think the other the other thing um, for me, first of all, he played really poorly. He was bad on Sunday, and he was bad. Yeah, it was there were throws yards. that he was missing. Yeah. yeah, and there were throws that he wasn't. You know, sometimes like you, you can see like on that on my little I did a review on him for this morning. And one of the places I forgot to talk about, which is one of the worst, was that wheel route to Jonathan Williams, which is wide open. It's a touchdown. I don't know why he didn't go there. And that's where some of the stuff is when I see it. What is he not trusting at that yeah. point? Because, you know, or, or is he not he looked, seeing he it? looked over there? His Correct. eyes were over there. And then he went all the way to the other side towards Harry. And I'm right. not going to like disagree in throwing to Terry on that situation, but the touchdown was there. The touchdown was there. And that, whether it changes the game or not, it certainly changes the momentum of the game. Sure. And, you know, um, but I wonder, you know, there were a couple other throws, one or two to Terry that weren't made where I'm like, okay, why? And this is where, like, this is when you're sitting down with the guy, why didn't you go here? Because you're looking here, you know, it's there. Why didn't you go there? And it's like, what's causing him to kind of hesitate a little bit with some right. of those throws? And then right. what does it mean? And, you know, there's so many factors that go into this that it's never as simple as guy is great or guy is really, really horrible. Well, maybe sometimes yeah. it is. Sometimes. But in this case, I don't. I think there's more nuance to it. However, you'd like to see more progression from him, especially yeah. against some of these better defenses. And to your point earlier, and it's a great point, he wasn't – there were a couple times where the protection had some issues. And one time it was, I mean, I actually thought they held up pretty well. And there was one right, time it was yeah. a failed, a failed blitz pickup was the issue, not yeah. the line, yeah. and, but that's still protection. But by and large, the protection was there for him on right. Sunday. Right. I don't think that Chris was the pretty bad on one play on the interior. Uh, right. He did on one play. And one so that's play, yeah, right. right. And yeah. so, you know, um, and that, not to excuse that, but the point is it wasn't like he was under, um, it wasn't an all-out siege for the entire right. game for him. That's not the case. Hit twice. And, That's it. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, do you, when you watch Jacoby come in and do what he did, and it's it's not always apples to apples, I get that. Because, like, he – when the one thing I noticed when the Rams – when he was in there, the Rams were just straight four-man rushes. Mm -hmm. And the coverages weren't – they weren't trying to disguise as much as they did with Sam. I mean, I felt like they did a great job of fooling Sam with the coverages. But that said, Jacoby hasn't played. He goes in there, he looks pretty good. Right. right. Do you go, do you reevaluate, how would you reevaluate maybe the decision to go with Sam all year? And having seen that, does that change anything for you? Do you still look back and say, that's the absolute right call to go with this kid all year? Yes, I do. Absolutely. I, I think you got to 
if there's an inkling of a chance that he could be the guy, you have to see what he, right. he has. Um, and if you give up too soon, you won't know what he has. So cool. I don't, I don't fault them at all for going with Sam and sticking with him as long as they did. I think they lost a lot of the games, not necessarily because of him. I mean, some obviously in part because of him, not, but not solely because of his play. I mean, the defense has been atrocious. They make Correct. the same freaking mistakes week Every after week. week after week. Um, so I, I, I don't fault them for sticking with Sam. Um, and I, you know, Joby, Jacoby didn't have any in-season reps with the first teams. Like most backups don't. Um, but he does have eight years of experience and he's been a starter in this league. Um, and I thought what Terry said post game pretty much said it all, you know, he's not saying anything bad about Sam Howell, but when he's talking about Jacoby, he's talking about, you know, he knows the leverages. He knows how to put air under the ball. So the receivers can track it. It's the little nuances that just come with experience and, and seeing different things and knowing what works and what doesn't in the league. And he can't really replicate that as, and I'm still going to call it Sam Howell rookie, even though he's a second year guy, but that's yeah. Yeah. But you, you just can't replicate that. And you see the difference immediately. He comes in and there's an automatic connection with another veteran receiver mm -hmm. and Terry. I also wonder too, because like, first of all, he's, Again, I think the way it, it felt like he knew where he was going to go. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of times he like, but he was patient and waiting for routes through with some good, you know, good, um, pretty good anticipation there. Even on the Terry one, like Terry gets jammed yep. and he breaks free. And it's like, that was a hard one. Like, you needed time to get him to give that, but he threw a good ball to him. And even like the one a couple of weeks ago against the one that um, Terry dread the over the shoulder one. Mm -hmm. that he didn't catch against, was it against the Dolphins, I think, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's one where I think he was expecting the ball in a different place and it's not there and you kind of have to get turned, you know, that wasn't the case with Jacoby now. But I'm with you. Like, the beginning of the year, I remember being asked by somebody like, well, if Rivera wants to keep his job, he should just go to Jacoby because you get to get you could get to nine and eight. Like, well, nine and eight right. with Jacoby is not keeping his job because right. you're going to have to do more than that because you – the thing, if I'm this group, is like you've had four years to find a quarterback and you couldn't do it. So you're going to be back in that quarterback derby this offseason if you go that route. And I think a lot of Jacoby, as a, as a, I think he's a was a really good acquisition for them. But if you wanted to really see, you need to see can Howell be that guy? And and you know, and I don't, I don't know that he can't be. I just don't think it's I don't think it's a, a foregone conclusion that he should be by any right. Way. Right. And I agree, especially with them likely having a top five pick, maybe even higher if they lose out. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think you can discount the possibility that even if they like Sam Howell, they may still take a quarterback. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't I, nothing's guaranteed for him or any other player except for maybe Terry, um, you know, given who he is and the contract situation and Deron Payne. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's 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 it, really. I mean, Jonathan Allen is under contract, but it's a movable contract. I mean, there are others like that too. It's nothing is guaranteed for anybody except really those two. If, if they can cut Cam Cheeseman, they can cut anybody. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's what I've always said. So I don't mean to say it because I like Cam. Yeah, um, he's a nice guy, but you know. a, yeah. But anyway, yeah. The point is all but those two because of contracts. 
And I think the other thing is when you haven't had a quarterback for a long time be your guy, you do not stop searching for that player until you are convinced that you have the guy. Right. And, you know, right. that's that would be my thing. And I do have one. I was going to get into some questions later, but somebody, since we're talking about this, Mike Ace asked, Gruden got stuck with RG3. Rivera got stuck with Haskins. Is the new regime going to get stuck with someone else's pick? I say no. That's not how that's not how yeah. Josh Harris has operated. What do you no. think? No. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think if when they hire a GM and a coach, you hire, you empower them um, to handle personnel. And they've, they've said that um, you've seen it play out with their other team, with Josh Harris's other team. So it's not like, you know, there's no proof of it. He has a track record, just not necessarily in the NFL, um, but he's empowered his employees to make decisions. Now, will he be involved? Yes. Most owners are when you're investing millions and you're selecting somebody who is going to be a massive investment for at least four years, probably five. Yeah. You're going to have some say, but you empower your, your experts in the room to make those decisions. Yeah. And that's what he's done. He has a track record of that previous guy, of course, would not have done that. He would have, no. you know, whatever, you know, who knows what, well, we know what he would have done if he liked the guy, if he didn't like right. the guy would have gotten rid of him, but I don't, that certainly is not Harris's the way he operates. So I don't, I wouldn't worry about that right. at all. And I don't but think he's a fifth round good. pick. I mean, RG three and Dwayne were first round picks. Right. It, that's right. different. You know, right. there was a, <clears throat> listen, and with RG three, you're talking about, he'd only played two years. I know. I took, you... Well, and I took like get, getting stuck with him. I mean, he was a really good player a year before yeah. that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, and, and it was only two years. And while there were issues and there, you yeah. know, the health and, you know, trying to get him a place her way, it was only two years. And so right. you had to stick with him. And and I will say, I know like. I not to run over my dog, sorry. Okay, all those guys come in saying like, oh, yeah, 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 I can make it work because they just want the job. Sure. And then sure. like, they'll just say whatever they can to get the job. But in this case, if you went, if, if Josh Harris went to, let's say you got Adam Peters from the Niners, you're going to get a chance to get him a GM. He's like, well, you can come here, but you got to stick with Sam Howell. What do you think he's going to say? No. I'll see you later. Right. And, and you're not going to lose a chance. Options. Yeah. yeah. There's, and I don't know why Josh Harris would be wedded to anybody. He didn't draft him. Right. You know, and it's, and he may even like him. And I, you know, I, but, and again, this is not to discard him. It's just to say, you need to keep your options right. wide open. And I, you know, and here's the other thing, Nikki, what if he has good games the next three weeks? Hey, that's great for them. All I want for the holidays this year is some NBA action. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks an instant dub just for you. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KIME, K-E-I-M. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code KIME. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash basketball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. 
Well, that's the other thing you brought up, like, you know, chance to finish with one of those top picks. You know what's going to happen Sunday then. <laughs> They're going to win. They're going to win. win. Oh. And, it's and and you're going to have a, a, the fan base will still be upset because, like, wait. Yes. You know? Yes. But, I mean, players want to win, and players do not care about the draft picks, and these coaches do not care. In the front right. office, they want to see them. They want to win, you know. Right. But, I mean, I get it from does it cost you one of the top two picks? And right now the answer would be no, but it could. Could cost a three. Could cost. That's where I think. What does Seth Walter put out? He put the percentages of a a third pick is if they lose out, it's like 80 something percent. Oh, okay. Well, and the third pick, man, because now you're talking, you have your pick of the best of everybody else, whether it's Marvin Harrison, Mm -hmm. one of the tackles, or do you like Jaden Daniels that much? Whoever it is. And, you know, and I think that's, again, that's why it's important to see how Howell finishes or yeah. you trade to get more. But, you know, I think that's that's a big thing. And then this is another thing. And we kind of talked on this, but I'll go over it anyways a little bit. Nate wants to know, what was the difference, Nikki, between Jacoby and Sam and Jacoby being able to come in and immediately see and hit Terry for longer plays? He knows what to look for. I think it all comes down to experience, really. He knows what to look for. Um, he doesn't have a ton of experience with Terry, but he knows the guys and they, they practice some in camp, but I think that's just his experience kind of knowing as Terry described leverages and where receivers are going to be on certain routes and, you know, how a defense will react and where your windows are going to be. And I think that's absolutely a product of that. Cause he's not coming. They're just, I mean, Jacoby said this, it's not like they're doing anything magical. They're just playing their base. You know, it's just basic stuff out there, but he knows where to put the ball. Yeah. And I think the one like because there were a couple of times that where Howell wanted to get to him, but Mm -hmm. it looked like the Rams did a good job disguising the defense and, you know, down the side where it's it's broken up and it should have been intercepted. And it looks like maybe are they going to rotate to a cover one because they showed that look earlier in the game and he passed up Terry, who ended up getting a one on one in a cover three situation where it could have been a big play. So they go to it the next time and they ran a cover two and they break it up. So this I think that, one, this was the one in the first quarter, right? Well, the first one in the first quarter is the one he didn't throw and he got throws it right. to Gibson for eight yards. Right. And then the next time later in the game, when he looks like they may rotate to the same coverage. So you got a one-on-one right. and they drop into a, it was a cover three and, or no cover, cover two and broken up. And so that's taking right. advantage of a young kid. Right, and right. is that something post, that post snap reads or yeah 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 with and more so, and more teams playing the too high where they change it up after the snap that's yeah and and it's like that's that's you know this team did that pretty well last yeah. year not this year yeah. but you know and that's and, and even two years ago but they it causes him caused him some confusion in that game and they did a really good job with that and that they yeah. did not do the same thing with Jacoby but I also think with Jacoby he he had a calmer presence at the line maybe a little bit yeah. and just knowing where he was going to go because it seemed like he was confident in knowing where he's going to go with the ball yeah. and and got there and again sometimes I felt like they regulated their defense a little bit more with him and they couldn't pressure him the same way and maybe yeah. they were afraid to do that and the other thing is too the guy's six foot four he saw over the line pretty well right and I think I think that helped too but he did a nice job and I think that's it speaks to him being a pro right right that that guy is, that's why this guy is last in the league. And it's why people think he's a very good backup if nothing else. Right, so right. I think it's props, props to him. Um, one the, guy, sorry, go ahead. 
No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, we're quick to kind of write off the Jets because of their offense, but their defense is legit. They have the number one passing defense in the league. So it's still going to be a struggle. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be a struggle. This smells like an exciting 13 to 10 game on Christmas Eve. Who's ready? I I can't can't wait. How many people can you count the number of people on one hand who will be in the the press box? I'm going with, yeah, it's. I think it'll be very limited. I think there was a chance that it could have been more, but Aaron Rodgers kind of deflated that on the Pat McAfee show. Well, which is yeah, shocking that he's not ready to play after undergoing Achilles surgery two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> shocking. A, yeah, no, I, and the good thing for him is he doesn't usually seek attention like that. Yeah. So yeah, I think really, that's, that's what's, yeah. Yeah, that's what's great about him. Yeah. I just wonder how many, like the over under on the crowds, this is going to, this could look like a, I guess now instead of a fourth preseason game, a third preseason game. Better or worse yeah. than Panthers Falcons the other day? Oh, it'll be better than that. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it's New York. Yeah. That made FedEx in twenty twenty look or twenty twenty one look packed. <laughs> that was bad. The weather was bad, and the teams are even worse. So there you go. Um, here's the other one: um, Emmanuel Forbes, only six snaps the other day. What was your read on that? It certainly wasn't matchup related, which is what Ron claimed. It may be performance and injury related. He's coming off the elbow. Um, I, to me, I read that as, do you fully trust the guy? Which is, you know, an indictment on the the pick. He's your first round guy. Um, but yet, yeah, it's concerning, no doubt. It's, but if you if you're gonna activate him and you're gonna play him, six snaps. Yeah, and I mean, it, listen, I, I know that they like where Quan Martin is at. I like how he's progressed. Yeah, but this but is your first-round pick. Right, and Quan's still not your, your – He was playing a lot more in the box. On the outside. Right. Yeah. No, and he was playing a lot more in the box. And so, yeah. um, yes, I, I was a little a little surprised at how little he yeah. played. And, like, will it, will it change over the next three weeks? Because if it doesn't – that becomes a, a major indictment, like you said. I mean, it's already – the immediate impact wasn't there. Right. You know, and I don't think it's like – I know people always like to break up his size. I don't. He hasn't struggled because it's of not, his size. And it's not been because of his size. No, it hasn't been because – it's be, right. yeah. Yeah, he struggled with some technique. And, you know, I like how he's handled the questions, but you want to see him handle it on the field, you know, improve there. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's something to definitely watch. And I'll tell you, Nikki, and you know, I know Michael Phillips tweeted this, and we, we all know it. Like the first round picks have not been have not hit. Not great. Not no, a great I mean, Chase no. gone. Jamin hurt, not playing well, not anywhere what you yeah, and Jamin actually was playing. I thought he was playing all right pretty well for before he got hurt. Yeah, for a third round pick, maybe sure. Yeah, but and, and I for yeah, agreed. The Yes, I, I would agree with that. Like it, yeah, I, yeah we it took a few yeah. years to get there, and I think uh, yes. I um, still think Jahan very good receiver. He's had yes. a bad year. The drops yes. are bad, the drop- but I still think he's a very good receiver. Yeah, I, I I agree. And aside from being bad, I think he's a very good receiver. Yeah, and I don't. But and like even his numbers, even if he caught every pass, his numbers aren't going to be that much great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's. There were there would be a little bit better, but we're not talking the difference between 500 yards and a thousand. We're talking about what 
six, you know, maybe yeah. getting to 600 or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't even know where he's at. I mean, um, the receiving board, they got some quality guys. It's just all the same guys, you know, like, can we get some height? Can we get some size in there just to mix it up a bit? Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Come on down. I mean, that, but it is, it is what they need. With the third pick. Would I do it? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I watched him play in college. Well, he went to Ohio State, so that, of none of that's shocking. But I, will say, but I will say, like, you know, if they went there, I would have zero problem with that because yeah, I think it's what they need. And I think he's yeah. he's going to – you know, I was talking to someone today. He's like, not have anybody to throw, throw to him. I mean, I would take him. But now – and I know the line stuff, and we're, this would be an off-season topic about, like, the line or the receiver – if they go and take the kid from Penn State or, or Notre Dame a tackle, kind of hard to argue that too. Yeah, I'd be all for a tackle. I think yeah. quarterback, tackle, pass rusher, elite, elite, elite generational talent at every other position. Well, I, I would say this. If you want elite generational talent, if you want the elite generational talent, it's Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Yes, no, he, is, he is the guy. Yeah. But if you want to fix the line, you know, there's other ways to do it. But I mean, I – I'm partial to, to Harrison no. because I see. Are you? Are you? I, yeah, but I've seen the impact he had on a quarterback who was just very no, average. I, I, I'm not. I'm not disputing. He is unbelievable. You want to take this outside? <laughs> you don't want the smoke. You don't want the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but but I but I listen. I have no problem with the tackles either because you know, like they need that, and those guys are really good. Like yeah. I really like that kid from Penn State a lot. And yeah. so I don't have a problem with that um, at all. And again, that's an off season. That'll be an off season yeah. uh, topic, but you know, the other, um, but it's like, they have to fix it. We know it. And yeah. they need there you go. I mean, they need guards, they need center, they need tight ends. They need another running back, needed another receiver, maybe a quarterback, definitely defensive ends help on the interior defensive line. Definitely linebackers absolutely need cornerbacks, another safety for sure. And maybe a long stopper. Yeah. But other than that, they're golden. <laughs> Sean points out Marvin Harrison may not go pro. Um, yeah, I listen. Yeah, I think he's going to go pro. Yeah, I, I would be, I would would be surprised. And I know that he's – you know what? Like last year, C.J. Stroud said that he almost went back, but they go. Yeah. Because, like, if you're going to be a top three or, three or four – Yeah, you player, don't get much better than that. It's hard to pass that up. And – you know, that, and I, I would love if he went back to Ohio State. I, I do not. Sure. Yeah, I, I do. You know, and, and if um, if he does, and then that's that's good for them. But I don't, I don't know. And but again, with Forbes, yeah. I mean, you have to put the corner on the list now, right? Because But here's the other thing I was going to ask along with that, because of how St. Juice season is gone, is that how deep do you think that is a need now in the off season? I think it's a huge need. It's a huge need. And I think it will also make them really want to keep Kendall Fuller maybe another year. Maybe. I mean, I shouldn't say I, you know, that's just a hunch. Cause he's, he is a good corner and they don't really have anybody solid behind him. I don't, I thought St. Just was, I thought he was developing this year. I kind of changed my tune on him. I think Quan Martin is a tremendous athlete. He could maybe be a good corner at this point, just based on what I've seen so far. I don't want to discount him, but I think he's playing faster. He still has some mistakes. I mean, was it new England? He gave that or was it Seattle? I think all the games run together where he, 
he got beat pretty badly at the line. Oh, that was Miami. Uh, that was Tyreek. Um, yeah. But a lot of corners get beat by Tyreek. Um, but the problem, no. like, go ahead. The problem, the the hard part that I have with St. Juice is that there have been a lot of um, issues with that, and I would like to have seen a little bit better against some of the better receivers, but also certain routes where I felt like it seemed like he played it the same way as he did early in the year when he had some issues. And, you know, um, I think he's better than what we've seen. Cause I think in the first two years, he was better than what, than this year. And, you know, is it, and I'll be curious to see what the impact of the new staff is on him. Yeah, um, and the same with Forbes. I mean, we'll see where that goes. I'm again, you can't write a kid off after one year because there've been other corners right. who came in and struggled, but it's just been a bad year for him because of the struggles, because of the interjection and all that, um, which you can say was BS, but he was ejected. Right. So like right. it's just been, it just adds to like, what else are you going to, is he going to go through to test him? But, you know, and wh- how big a loss do you think Chris Harris was for this group? I think they liked him, but I don't know that he was great enough to be the the difference maker in this, you know, it's not like he went on to become a defensive coordinator or a head coach. Um, I think he's a good positional coach and they respected him and they trusted him. And that's, that is a lot, especially, you know, for, for any positional coach to have that trust from your players. Um, But was he an exceptional, you know, developer of talent? I don't, I don't know. It's not like they're secondary. It's not like they're, they were still giving up massive plays then too. So I don't know. Yeah, no. And I, that, that's my thing too. And I, I always liked, I felt like he helped develop the communication skills. However, I think you need guys on the field who can do that for you too. And mm-hmm. I think um, that's something they have lacked in that secondary. Right. And I like Cam Crow a lot, but he's not a, He's not the most vocal guy with that. And, um, yeah. you know, it's funny because somebody asked about, like, have we seen changes in the secondary since Rivera started to call them plays? Well, not really because they keep giving up big plays. And I yeah. think, like, the one thing is they tried to simplify it, right? And mm-hmm. and it it hasn't worked. So yeah. I think whether it's – You get more up front, I see the changes. And John Al- Jonathan yeah. Allen mentioned this on uh, – it was on 106.7 on his – weekly radio call about how they're they're blitzing more they're trying to trying you know, to find new ways to create pressure since they don't have montez or chase on at end um or james smith williams at end um so they're trying different things there and mugging the linebackers more but is it always successful no no it, it's it hasn't been and, and but yeah they've been a little bit more aggressive there because i know and that was an issue definitely and uh, they've been it's been a hard defense to watch at times especially earlier this year because they didn't do anything. It was just too reliant on guys like go make a play versus, you know, watching what Dallas does with Micah Parsons or what what the Vikings do with their, you know, other teams at Wink Martindale where it's a little bit more um, aggressive and and, and not just aggressive because you can be really good in a certain way, but I think you've got to do a little bit more to confuse. A little less predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've watched this offensive line get confused by these simulated pressures all year. Are you telling me that every line can handle it better than this one? No. Right. Right. You test that. It's just like with secondaries, test it with the motion. Get get guys in motion. They did that to the Eagles. It, that's why they worked against them. Right. They knew they could test the Eagles with it, and it worked. 
teams do it against these guys, do it to other teams. Right. They got to let me coach, Nikki. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I am, I'm itching to coach and they don't ask me. That's why I keep sticking around. Unbelievable. How many One years year. at the same time? How many years? 30. 30. And not, not once have they come to me and said, what would you do? Most people would get the message at that point, but I I, I, I appreciate your persistence. I think, I think you know me better than that to know I don't get the messages very <laughs> So I'm going to put this up from Anthony, who said he was he would lose his bleep if they picked Harrison over over QB, having the third fourth pick. What good is a receiver without protection for – I'm kind of with Anthony. Well, I'll say this. Marvin Harrison is one of those generational talents. Um, right. He is the only person that I would be okay with him taking instead of a quarterback. Otherwise, I, have, I think until you find a quarterback, you take a quarterback. We've been over this. This has correct. been my oh, feeling the entire time. Right. And you see, my initial thing is at first I thought he was going to say over an offensive lineman because he said without protection. So if it's a quarterback, you you take the quarterback till you get it solved. Yeah. But the two, if you want to be on a tackle, I got two words for you. Jamar Chase. The Bengals took Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell kind of worked out for them. So not that, you know, and like you can, we can point to different examples, but I do think you take, if you think that Marvin Harrison is going to be, I talked to someone today who said hall of fame type talent. All right. I'll take that. You know, we're not talking. You think he'll be better than his dad? I don't know. I mean, the kid was, the kid's phenomenal. He's unbelievable. Yeah. But, you know, but again, like, and again, this is all off season stuff, but, it's all about what do you do in free agency first? We'll have a clue as what the as what they really need there based on free agency. So before people give up who they should pick there, um, and I'm going to change my mind several times because then I can say I was right. It's like yeah, yeah I said I, yeah. I said. Are you going to have twenty mock drafts too, just to hit every possible combination no. you can get? That's the standing room only. Po- that's a right? standing room only podcast, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, but there you go anyways that's let's call it a wrap here nikki i think we're getting a little bit goofy because this season's wearing on everybody so that's it thanks for joining me nikki tell people where they can find you at washingtonpost.com or on twitter or whatever the heck it's called now at nikki jabala n-i-c-k-i-j-h-a-b-b-a-l-a there you go as always thanks for coming on thanks for everybody tuning in i will be back on thursday with a special guest who can give you some insight into what a general manager thinks about the situation. Hmm. I wonder who. (laughs) Anyways, I'll be back on Thursday. That's, I will have a good guest. It's Rick Spielman, former general manager. He'll be on. had a good conversation with him. So I'll talk to you next time.